Hello everybody, my name is James. And I'm Rian. We're the pastors of King's Church Withenshaw and it's a real delight and a privilege to be sharing with you today. Obviously it's a little bit different, we're going to be doing a, a bit of a badly tag team, so hope you enjoy. We just wanted to start off by encouraging you for facing and dealing with the challenges that have come our way in the last few months. You know, it's been a challenging time for each and every one of us, hasn't it? In different ways, depending what our circumstances have been. You know, maybe we've experienced job loss or furlough, or um, you know, all of us have had some level of isolation and separation from friends and family, haven't we? Or perhaps we've even lost people close to us. Um, and it might have been a stressful time, or perhaps continues to be a stressful time today as well. But you know, our encouragement is that God is with us, that God is for us, that he is our hope and our anchor. And we just want to say to you today, you know, well done for holding on to Jesus, well done for holding on to our solid rock, for placing your trust in him, because uh, he is surely the great encourager of us all, isn't he? You know, he will never give up on us, he will always be there for us. We have a, a hope that can't even be broken when life comes to an end because we have the hope of resurrection life in Jesus. Yeah, not through this period of lockdown. And um, one of the things that has been highlighted to us, as I'm sure to many of you, um, is the importance of being there for one another, of loving one another, uh, serving one another. And we're really excited that we are continuing the series of One Another's um, this week in looking at encouraging one another. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off just by looking at the, the meaning of the word encourage. Um, and it is in fact a verb, um, which means it's a doing word. Uh, therefore, in order to encourage, you have to action something, you have to do something. Um, you know, the dictionary definition states how to encourage means to give support, um, to give confidence or hope to someone. Some synonyms um, for the word encourage include uh, pardon, uplift, inspire, stir up, revitalize and embolden. Um, Proverbs 18.21 tells us how the tongue has the power of life and death or in the Passion Translation, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. Wow, that's, that's really, that's a massive challenge to us, isn't it? And you know, right at the outset of our time together this morning, let's really make a conscious decision to be life bringers. You know, let's be those who breathe life into dreams. We don't want to be exterminators. You know, we want to be those who spark inspiration, not smother it. We want to be those who stand alongside and walk through the hard things with people. Because you know, at times, we just need someone to just be there with us and for us. You know, my words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. I choose to speak life today. I choose to encourage. But you know, what does that actually look like? And what does it mean to encourage? So I was thinking about this question of what it means to encourage or to bring encouragement to someone. Um, and I think the best description of encouragement that I came up with was simply someone doing or saying something that brings me the courage to keep going. 
um, to keep believing, to keep running the race marked out for me. And I've experienced that in, in all sorts of different ways by many different people. Some who might not have even thought much of what they said or, or what they did for me. But that small action or word, it shouldn't be underestimated. You know, it has phenomenal power and potential when it's received with faith. So in sharing today, we really want to encourage you in both bringing encouragement, uh, but also importantly, receiving encouragement as well. You know, to allow encouragement that comes our way to build us up in our faith, yeah. to refocus us, to remind us of the truth, um, and that we will be spurred on um, and discipled um, by the encouragement that comes to us. Yeah. So recently I found out about the accounts of a guy called Tommy Caldwell, uh, who was a professional climber, uh, and he'd encountered colossal challenges in his life, uh, which led up to him uh, wanting to take on one of the greatest climbing challenges ever. Um, and this is um, a wall, a mountain called the Dawn Wall um, of El Capitan in Yosemite National Park in California. And Tommy trained for about six years in preparation for this climb, but he knew that he couldn't do it alone. So he partnered with his friend, Kevin Jurgensen to embark upon this immense feat. Uh, and his story really spoke to me uh, about encouragement. So we're gonna watch a, a short video clip now, just to hear about this, this challenge that they took on together. It's always good to encourage, isn't it? You know, there's never a bad time to encourage someone, but encouragement is particularly needed and it's particularly important at times of significant challenge and difficulty. You know, we might not be taking on a challenge of climbing a mountain, um, but as a nation and as a world, we're facing some of the most challenging times, aren't we? And you don't need us to explain why to you. Uh, but as brothers and sisters in Christ, it's so important that we're aware of the mountains that each other are facing. You know, if we don't know each other, if we aren't open and vulnerable and have a level of relationship, then we can't speak into each other's lives. We can't bring the encouragement that's so needed. So, you know, like Tommy and Kevin did, let's face those mountains together. Let's be close in our relational proximity with one another. And even if we can't be um, physically close at the moment, um, let's be close in our relationship. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I'd say the greatest encouragement I've ever received, it's been from those who have been close to me, who know what's going on in my life. They know and understand what I'm facing me, uh, what I was facing. Uh, and at just the right time, they, people have come to me and spoken a word or practically supported me. And that spurred me on and caused me to say, yes, I can do this. You know, God is with me. He's for me. Uh, and I've kept going. You know, one of the most obvious ways that we can encourage one another is through our words. Um, Kevin um, was struggling to make pitch 15, which is a part of the wall that he needed to climb. Tommy had already done it. He'd gone on um, ahead. Um, but he was stayed, stuck on um, the face of a mountain. Uh, he was living on wall, literally. Um, he's not sleeping properly, he's not eating proper food, he's not at his best at all. But while he's struggling to overcome this challenge on the face of, of this mountain, um, he takes time out in order to encourage Tommy on, his, on the next part of his journey. So he belays for him, he encourages him, 
He gives him guidance about where to place his hands and his feet. And he sees things from a different perspective. Um, you know, James referred to how Tommy had worked hard for years studying the wall. Yeah, I don't get it either, but hey. Um, so he's a wall expert, or he's the expert on this particular wall. He's lived it for over six years. He's imagined it. He's, you know, he's, he's kind of mined it out, or I don't know, I'm sure there's a better phrase than mined it out. Um, but that means he becomes blinkered. Um, he, in what he can see, um, Kevin, on the other hand, brings a fresh perspective and he sees things from, from, from a different angle and to some extent he sees the bigger picture. And you know, we all need encouragement in our lives. Mm. We all need someone to come alongside us and tell us that we're doing a great job. Um, we need people who will take us out of a rut um, that we might find ourselves in and bring a fresh, now God perspective. You know, we're all more than capable um, to tell someone that they're doing great. You know, but how much more powerful would it be to bring a word of encouragement from the greatest encourager of all, Jesus? 1 Corinthians 14.1 tells us to follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. God is a speaking God. His words created life. His words are the very reason we are here today. You know, Genesis 1, 3 um, and verse 6, and we're all, we're all familiar with three simple words let there be. Let there be. You know, the power of God's words created. And what a beautiful thing they created. Okay? The power in our words has exactly the same potential. So imagine, imagine knowing that a friend is struggling in their marriage. You know, things are really hard. Um, there's constant conflict, the relationship is breaking down. Imagine bringing God's word to that friend. And not only do you encourage them, but you unlock a situation because God has given you a key. And the result is a restoration of relationship and life. Imagine a family member who's been struggling with an illness for years. It stops them from living the, the life that they want to and it's now having a massive impact on their mental health too. You know, imagine bringing God's word to that family member. Not only do you encourage through Jesus and the power, but through Jesus and the, whole, the power of the Holy Spirit, healing comes, restoration comes, life comes to be Jesus, to show Jesus. We need to speak Jesus too. We need to ensure that our words build up and they do not tear down. No matter how frustrated we might feel, we need to ensure that life comes from our mouths. We want to be those who, who hunger and run after the voice and the word of God for ourselves and others. Imagine being part of a community where people are weekly, daily, 
freely receiving God-given encouragement. Prophetic words that stir up and call out the gifting in one another. Words that fan the flame of old dreams and words that paint and, and, and create new God dreams and agendas in our hearts. Imagine being part of a community where we receive words of knowledge and like Jesus with a woman at the well, we speak truth. And through those words, we see salvation. Not just for one, but for the whole village. Now imagine, see it. See that becoming our reality, that our words, our encouragement, results in restoration, results in healing, results in salvation. The way we speak, the way we encourage, the way we honour and uphold one another is a window to Jesus. Now let's make sure that the window is sparkling clear. There's not a blemish on there. You know, there's no smudges or sticky handprints, you know, like my patio windows constantly trying to get the handprints off. Not James's, the kids. You know, we want to make sure that when people look at our lives, when people hear our words, they see Jesus. They hear Jesus. And when Tommy and Kevin climbed that mountain, you know, they were there for one another. Um, they didn't bring just words of encouragement, as powerful as they are, but they physically supported, um, enabled and literally lifted one another up. Um, they were each other's safety net. So what practical things can we do that bring encouragement to others? You know, in the times that we're living in at the moment, we do need to be a bit more creative in how we do this, but it is still possible. You know, we've been on the receiving end of some wonderful encouragement during the period of lockdown. You know, someone make, making a meal for us and dropping it off. Um, someone going for a socially distant walk with us around the park. Uh, and in this last week, it's been fantastic that we've been able to bring encouragement uh, to many of the residents of Withenshaw by practically serving them, clearing gardens, delivering meals, uh, and sharing craft resources uh, as our church has been engaging with, with Love Withenshaw alongside other churches in the area. You know, our encouragement um, is certainly a key part of our discipleship of one another, but also I think it's a real integral part of, of how we can be missional. You know, what greater encouragement is there than to share the wonderful good news of Jesus with people? And you know, sometimes our encourage, encouragement simply needs to, to be in present with someone, standing alongside someone, showing that we, we simply care by being there for them. Uh, and we were drawn to a passage in um, Exodus 17, um, an account where the Israelite army are fighting against the Amalekites led by Joshua uh, and Moses is stood at the top of the hill overlooking the battle uh, and when Moses lifted up his hands the Israelite army were advancing but when his arms dropped the Amalekites uh, advanced but Aaron and Hur stood either side of Moses and they held up his arms when Moses' strength failed Aaron and Hur remained patiently at his side and held up his arms until sunset. Now, can we be an Aaron or a her to someone who needs their arms lifting up, who simply needs us to be there for them, to stand alongside them? And in this season, that might be giving a phone call. It might be calling around to see somebody, perhaps going for a walk with someone. 
And as a church community, we need more Barnabases. What am I to say? What does that mean? <laughs> the name Barnabas, it means encouragement. Barnabas was known as a son of encouragement. And what an amazing, what a wonderful way to be known. You know, perhaps we can aspire to be sons and daughters of encouragement. What a wonderful church community we will be when we're full of sons and daughters of encouragement, bringing words and actions of encouragement to one another, speaking kingdom truth and life into situations. And the short clip that we watched um, earlier on, it finished with this quote, we are capable of so much more than we could imagine. I think I would add something to that. When we walk with God, when we're filled with his Holy Spirit, when we draw on the encouragement from our brothers and sisters, then we are capable of so much more than we can imagine. Yeah. And we just want to leave you with a, a few questions to, to think about in response um, today. So I'm just going to read these, uh, these questions out and just take some time to think about them and um, how you might want to respond. So who needs your encouragement? Who alongside you needs to hear words of affirmation? Who needs you to be present with them, to show them your support? And finally, who do you need to go out of your way to give encouragement to? Encouragement is powerful when it's consistent. So let's be encouragers. Amen. Yeah, so I'm just going to uh, pray um, just to, to finish up our time together um, this morning. Yes, God. God, we just want to thank you for your presence. We want to thank you that you are here with us right now. And God, we want to thank you that even now you're speaking. You're speaking to us about people in our lives. You are highlighting different situations different walls maybe that are in people's lives that you want to speak into. So Jesus, first and foremost, we just say that we are here, that we are listening, and that God, we want to we wanna be the best encouragers that we can be. We want to thank you that you gave us Jesus, the, the most amazing role model as an encourager. And God, we just speak encouragement into our lives. That God, whoever we meet, wherever we meet them, the spirit of encouragement will go before us. God, we just speak a, just a, a freedom of encouragement, a freedom to hear your voice and to have a confidence to bring your word to each other. God, we thank you that you are a speaking God, that you are a creative God. God, I pray, Lord, just for a release of creativity in the way that we encourage, the way that we build up, the way that we empower and embolden one another and, and other people around us, Father God. God, we want people to look at us and hear our words and, and see and, and hear you, Father God. God, we just want to thank you that you are for us. We want to thank you that you were with us. And God, we just say that we want to see this city changed.